Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. As we conclude the first week of Lent, we see that the heat is on. First, Moses inviting us to holiness. He is in front of the Israelites in the book of Deuteronomy and is asking everybody, including us, to be careful and observe the decrees, statutes, and commands of the Lord with all our heart. Friends, all our heart means we are not supposed to keep this little bit for myself, this little bit for my job, this little bit for my kids, this little bit for my friends. God is asking us to observe his laws with all our heart, every bit of us, and with all our soul. Our entire spiritual being, our entire emotional being aligned with fulfilling the commandments, the decrees, the statutes of the Lord. He says today, you're making this agreement with the Lord. Friends, we make the agreement. It doesn't mean we're not going to falter. We will falter because we are weak and because we are looking for the three things in life that everybody wants. Safety, number one, all of us want to be safe and we don't want to step out of our comfort zone. All of us are looking for some way of achieving power. Being empowered in our life is a good thing. We all have a place of authority and a place of power that the Lord has given us. But within that, we have to know that seeking power the way the world seeks power is not what God intends for us. God wants us to distribute His power which means aligning our hearts and our minds and our souls to him and allowing him to use us as vehicles, not to seek power the way the world seeks power. All of us are looking for some way also of creating a good name for ourselves, reputation, what everybody else thinks about that. So everybody wants that, right? If you have a child going to college, we're telling them, shoot for the stars. But how many times are we telling them, shoot for holiness? We're telling them, go to the university that is going to help you get a good job and advance in life. But in what way are we doing that without putting in jeopardy their identity as children of the Most High God? So as we seek safety or power or a reputation for uh, ourselves, a sense of honor, we have to know that If we're not doing that under the statutes and the uh, commands and the ordinances of the Lord, if we are not seeking the Lord with all of our heart, then all of these things are in vain. And at the end of time, we will be judged by how much our efforts on earth were aligned with our Heavenly Father. The Lord says he's making an agreement with us. 
And an agreement comes with rights and privileges, but it also comes with responsibility. So when we agree and we say, Hineni, here I am, Lord, I will do your will. We have to know that our job is to keep the Lord's name high, to give him glory through everything that we are doing. And the Lord will separate us, consecrate us, and fight our battles. We have a Psalm 119 that says, Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. We have blessings when we're following the law of the Lord, when we're not making things of, of our own accord, not taking things in our own hands and following our own ways. It's very easy to do that. I find myself stepping out of the way all the time. Thank goodness for confession. Thank goodness for the ability to say, I'm sorry. My emotions will get out of kilter and I will scream at my kids or say something out of tone to my husband. Or I will just have an attitude at work because I'm tired and overworked and I have more emails than I can answer. Or one of my students will ask me the same question over again and I feel like they're not being attentive. And my emotions can be completely out of kilter and I go out of the path. And I have to repent, turn around and say, Lord, I am so sorry that I stepped away. I moved away from your path. Your path is a path of peace, is a path of unity, is a path of contentment under your law, is a path of joy. And Father, I am sorry that I stepped away from that. The Lord immediately takes us back, immediately takes us back. And then we have the beauty of the sacrament of confession where we can come and confess what we've done as if we were touching Jesus. We literally touch him and he forgives us. He's right there behind the screen of the confessional. And we are actually in that heavenly court receiving forgiveness. Look at the beauty of, of Psalm 119. Blessed are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who observe his decrees, who seek him with all their heart. You have commanded that your precepts be diligently kept. Oh, that I might be firm in the ways of keeping your statutes. I will give you thanks with an upright heart. When I have learned your just ordinances, I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. We have to learn these statutes. That's why we don't stop studying. Within the Lenten season, I hope that you have taken something up that you're giving up and something that you're adding on. Our priest gave us this suggestion of reading the 150 Psalms, that if we read three or four within Lent, or if we go through Easter, we will have read all of them. We will be following then the indications of the monks and nuns that are reading those in the Liturgy of the Hours. So we have an invitation to take something up, because as we learn in Psalm 19, we need to learn these statues. We need to discern these commandments. We have to meditate on these laws, the way Mary meditated where she kept everything in her heart. We have then Jesus telling us that the law that is established by Moses says, love your neighbor, hate your enemy, but he is co coming to give us a covenant of a higher degree. He's inviting us to something radical, something very difficult, sometimes nearly impossible. Love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your heavenly Father. Why is that? Why are we asked for such a high standard? Our Father forgives us, and He says that's the law of the children in my family. That is how we know that you are part of a heavenly kingdom. 
I forgive and you forgive. I forgive everything. You must do the same. This is not easy. Not easy at all. So we have to ask our Heavenly Father to put his breastplate of righteousness over us and to teach us his ways. Jesus says, if you do just the bare minimum, don't the pagans and the tax collectors do the same? He's telling you and me, be perfect as your Heavenly Father is perfect. This is their lesson for today as we conclude the first week of Lent, that Moses gave us the commands of the Lord and Jesus comes to refine them and to bring it to a whole new level of heat. We are supposed to love our enemies, friends. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving because you teach us your commandments. We thank you that you send teachers and evangelists, people who expand our thoughts, our minds, who, is, who expands our, our feelings and our hearts, who, ex, who expand our spirit, our soul. We thank you that they come with wisdom and knowledge and understanding so that we can improve the way that we follow the way of Jesus. We ask that anybody in our life that is going out of that path, that doesn't know, anybody that we are praying dearly for, Father, that you will send angels and that you will send counselors and that you will send teachers to bring them back on the way, Father. And we thank you because you are Jehovah Sabaoth and you fight our battles. And we pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.